What's up, y'all? It's Xavier here, bringing you another episode of Table Talk. Let's dive into the Heat versus Celtics uh, series, Eastern Conference Finals. It was game seven, ended just last night, and the Celtics were able to pull it off. I, I don't know how, but they were able to pull it off. Uh, it was a little dicey there at the end. The last four minutes was crazy. Um, I don't want to put any hate on Jimmy Butler. Uh, that was the right shot to take, the three in transition at the end there that would have put them up. That was the right shot to take. So I want to dive in on starting with the Heat defense because I think it's not being talked about enough. They're giving, from what I've heard, uh, you know, through the um, social media and sportscaster uh, world, they're not talking about the Heat defense enough. They're giving a lot of credit to the Celtics. And so I just really want to touch on a few things with the Heat. Uh, first things first is they are extremely physical. I think uh, the Celtics coach, uh, Ime, he, uh, he talked about it uh, during his coaching interview, how physical they are, how much they grab you, they make you feel them, they're up in you. I noticed off ball as well. They're like, you know, especially with Grant Williams, they were up in him, bumping him, moving him not let him get where he wanted to go. And I think that made the, the Celtics kind of scramble as far as, you know, what do we do in, in kind of late game or, or tight situations there at like, especially the end of the second quarter, end of the third and end of the fourth. Um, another thing I noticed with the Heat defense was they don't let guys get open off screens. So you're setting a bunch of pin downs and the Heat are grabbing you, being physical, not letting you get that separation from them off the screen. Makes it really hard just flow with your offense, right? Also, with Bam out there, they have a little shot blocking, right? A little. But overall, Bam 6'9", 6'10". He doesn't have super lanky arms, so he's not great rim protector. He has moments where he gets shots, but overall, the heat defense relies on being physical, forcing guys into positions they don't want to be in, and then taking charges if you get past the first defender. They brought in Kyle Lowry, who's led the league in charges multiple times. He's savvy about it. Jimmy Butler is a great, uh, not only on-ball defender, but off-ball defender as well. He plays the passing lanes. He jumps in for charges. He's also good at stripping the ball. Um, so th they have a lot of different ways of playing defense that kind of hide that shot-blocking uh, issue. I think it, it, to start the series, uh, Eric Spolstra went with uh, Dwayne Dedman a lot in the first two kind of three games maybe. And I thought he was a negative on the court, but I got where Eric Spolscher was coming from because he thought maybe I need a little bit more height, a little bit more shot blocking because Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they attack the rim hard, right? And if we don't have shot blocking there, what are we going to do? And I think he went away with that, went with the small ball lineup with Bam at the five and then PJ Tucker uh, at the four. And sometimes even Jimmy Butler at the four. And I think it really paid off for that team. Um, let's see here. Yeah, so 
But when it comes to the Heat, I, I just want to give them some flowers. They played super hard. They played physical defense. They made the Celtics work for everything they got. And as LeBron said uh, to start the playoffs, whatever team wins the ends of the quarters usually will win that game and series, right? So in this game, Celtics won the first first quarter, right? And then the Heat won the end of the second, okay, going into halftime. They won the end of the third, okay, going into the fourth quarter, and they won the last four minutes of that game, scoring 11 straight points, right? So they were in position to win it. Jimmy hits that shot. They probably win the game, okay? So I just want to, you know, point that out as well. Like, this was no, like, you know, Nobody was dominated in this series, right? It wasn't like the Celtics are the way better team, okay? The Heat won most quarters, and they won the end of the quarters. And sometimes shots don't go down. You know, that you, you got to score more than 80 points in the game, right? Because you're not holding the Celtics to 79 points, okay? So you have to score more than 80, and that's where, you know, they got into trouble. Let's dive into the Celtics real quick. They, they almost lost that game. They were a big kind of, you know, start the fourth. I was thinking, all right, you know, sh should I turn it off, right? Like, this is going to be a 15-point Celtics win, go to the NBA Finals, all cool. But... Then I remembered the Celtics don't close out quarters well, and that's exactly what happened. They tried to lose that game, it felt like. Jason Tatum had that off the inbounds, had that quick move, or uh, went one-on-one -on -one with Jimmy, had a quick move, stepped with the left foot, spun, two hard dribbles back to the wing, and got a lot of separation from Jimmy and knocked down a shot. After that shot, they didn't score right till the very end. And it just seemed like there was, I don't want to say like it wasn't stagnant. Things just like, they, they seemed to check out for a sec. And this is a continuous thing for them. But again, they have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum who just make huge plays. Jalen Brown drove in left hand, I think he got past Struess, drove in, avoided the charge, and passed it out. Marcus Smart hit a big three. Like, that right there, I don't know how you stop that. I don't know how you stop that. But, you know, their overall health, Marcus Smart is definitely not 100%, and he's fighting, right? I, I'm a little scared, right? I believe they're a bigger, more physical team than the Warriors going into the finals. I just, I don't trust them as far as the end of quarter situations go. Okay, with that being said, Celtics versus Warriors starting on Thursday, NBA finals. I hope you're excited. I'm excited. I'm actually a little nervous. I'm a huge Warriors fan. I'm a huge Steph Curry fan, Clay Thompson fan. I like the way they play basketball. They've been fun to watch for the past decade. Um, and they just, they just go about 
you know, things the right way, in my opinion. So I, I'm nervous for this series because I want Steph to play well. I want him to get his MVP. I want the Warriors to win. On the other hand, I like the Celtics. They're fun to watch as well. They play great defense. Jason Tatum's one of the most skilled players in the NBA already, and he's only 23. Jalen Brown's super athletic. He's got quick moves. He can blow by anyone. So they're, they're exciting to watch too. I want the I want the Warriors to win in the end, and I'm picking the Warriors to win the NBA Finals. I want it to go seven games, though. I want to be on the edge of my seat because it feels like these playoffs, there's been a lot of blowout wins, you know, and, and even if the series goes six or seven, it just feels like it's back-to-back blowout wins. And then, oh, here's a close one, kind of, you know, a seven-point win, you know. So I, I want each game to be tough, physical. I want a lot of shit talking, right? But I want the Warriors to pull it out in the end. And I, I want stars to play well. I don't like when, you know, I wake up in the morning and I tune into some Stephen A. Smith or um, First Take or uh, Colin Coward, right? Or First Things First is one of my favorite shows. Nick Wright's amazing. So I don't want to tune into those shows and them just be constantly hating on this player for not performing in this situation. I want everyone to play well. I want the game to be good. I want the game to be close. I want it to be a physical shit talking kind of game, right? I want both teams to be excelling on both ends and just see who's the better team, right? I don't want any injuries. I don't want Marcus Smart to twist his ankle for the third time in the playoffs, right? So I'm picking the Warriors. Uh, I think they their ball movement, their player movement and their ability to get open shots and close quarters will be the kryptonite for the Celtics. The Celtics have to go win game one. If they go win game one and they're playing with a lead, not only in the game, but in the series, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of pressure, I would say, off of them as far as, you know, being the little brother kind of feeling, right? Warriors have been here multiple times, played LeBron in the finals multiple times. Celtics haven't been here yet, right? But if they're leading in the series, that gives them a little, you know, chest up feeling. They got to not turn the ball over, and that goes both ways with the Warriors and the Celtics. Both teams turn the ball over a lot. And as long as they're not live ball turnovers, sometimes they're not deadly. But with that, the way the Warriors play, with their constant motion, live ball turnovers happen quite a bit. And the way the Celtics play with the little ISO, more, uh, you know, more or less motion involved, uh, live ball turnovers happen, right? They dribble into tough uh, situations and get stripped. And here we go another way. So Warriors winning in the finals. I want it to go seven. I want it to be a great series. I want the Stars to play well. But that's a lot to ask for, right? And, and we've seen so far that's, that's not always the case. So uh, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in and listening to me. Uh, I'm working on this, you know, trying to get better, trying to learn more about, you know, doing this podcasting. Uh, I like talking sports. 
and uh, you know, basketball uh, specifically, since it's something that I'm involved in, and uh, I feel like I have uh, more knowledge with with the basketball side of things. Hopefully, we get Parker on here to uh, give us some more back and forth, so I'm not just rambling to you uh, for 15 minutes. So. If we can get him on, that's going to be great. We'll come out with another one. I hope every NBA Finals game I will be posting um, a, a pod. And I'll, I'll just be breaking down the game, seeing what's going on. Uh, but if you guys have any input or questions, uh, let me know. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it.